morning, everybody, and welcome to the devotion. <laughs> Sorry, I have all kinds of devices here, and I just want to get all of them to function properly. Okay. Right. There we go. YouTube has now finally come in also. Good morning, everybody. So let's see who's online. I haven't seen anyone wave yet, but hello, I'm waving at you. Good morning, everybody. Um, it's nice to be with you here. So um, uh, just a few practical things before we get into the word. Uh, remember that this Sunday, the 31st of May, uh, we will be joining with Prophet John Wasserman from Airport Christian Fellowship. Now, um, he's coming to preach in our church, but we're doing it via live stream. So, <laughs> so um, we're going to start earlier. We will start 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. So uh, we're going to start. I'm going to greet you and um, do an offering, and then we hand over to them. And um, the, the worship and the rest of the meeting um, is going to, to be... Uh, by Prophet John Wasserman. So uh, I really regard him as a man of God. He's a, he's a blessing to the church. So um, please do not miss this meeting. It's really, really, really going to bless you. All right. So um, we can go into the word now. So I'm going to start this meeting with Hebrews chapter 10. If you have a coffee with you, have it. I'm just, just still drinking some nice coffee here. But I, I suppose there's no one else here, so it's, it's fine to have a cup of coffee in the auditorium. <laughs> so I'm going to start in Hebrews chapter 10. Right, so <clears throat> there's, there's a balance in, in the word between what's already done and what needs to happen. What's already finished and what needs to be completed. Um, a balance, maybe not the right word, but there's... Uh, there's salvation, you are completely saved, and then there's progressive salvation, you are being saved. There's the love of God poured out in our hearts, and then there's the love of God being brought to perfection in our hearts. So there is us being cleansed and perfected uh, by the sacrifice of Jesus, and then there is the cleansing and the perfecting happening and manifesting in our lives. So uh, I just want to shed some light on this. So in Hebrews chapter 10, he says in verse 9, He then went on to say, Behold, here I am, coming to do your will. Thus he does away with and annuls the first former order as a means of expiating sin, so that he might inaugurate and establish the second latter order. Which means that we cannot look to the first covenant as a means of salvation cannot look at the first covenant in order to, um, to find what we are looking for. The first covenant is not going to produce the fruit. Then he says in verse 10, And in accordance with this will of God, we have been made holy, consecrated, and sanctified through the offering made once for all of the body of Jesus Christ. Now, this offering of the body of Jesus Christ is 
the big moment. This is, this is the thing to focus on. This is the sacrifice that he made of himself to make atonement for the sins of the whole world. So this is him demonstrating perfect love. This is him showing who he is, showing what he, he feels in his heart towards his body, the church. Um, this is what he has done for all people on the earth to, uh, to pay the price for them so that they might come into the body and become the bride of Christ. All right, so uh, we need to recognize the love displayed on the cross of Jesus Christ. The sacrifice is the manifestation of perfect love. And the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is what will produce the fruit that we desire in our lives. Not the old covenant, but the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Through the offering of his flesh body, he came to establish the new. He, uh, he stopped the old. He, it became obsolete, if you read Hebrews chapter 8. And he inaugurate, inaugurated the new. He expiated sin by means of getting rid of the old. So we know that Romans 7 says, and 1 Corinthians 15 says, that uh, without the law, sin is dead, and the power of sin is in the law. So without being under a covenant of law, and of laws, and of legalism, sin loses its power over the, the life of a believer. What breaks that power over the life of a believer is faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Faith in this moment where he offered his body as the perfect sacrifice, where he demonstrated perfect love towards us. All right, so now I have to read verse 14. It's just too good not to read it. So it says, For by a single offering he has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are consecrated and made holy. So the sacrifice was given. And the sacrifice perfects every person. The sacrifice perfects every person. So in bringing the perfect sacrifice, he brought forth the device for perfection for every person. So in offering himself, he perfected all those who would receive the sacrifice. Because it's the sacrifice that brings us to perfection. It's the sacrifice that is the manifestation of perfect love. I, I hope you're following me. Okay, let's just jump to Romans chapter 8. So we need to be lifting up the sacrifice. We need to be meditating on the sacrifice. Beholding the cross. The crucified Christ. Now, Romans 8 verse 1 says... Now, we know Romans 7 says the law uh, was used as a weapon against me. Um, the law stirred up the forbidden desires. And then he says, oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? Thank God through Jesus Christ. Okay. And then he says, therefore, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So it's not for all people in the world um, there's no condemnation. No, the whole world is under condemnation. It's, it says in John chapter 3 that those who believe not are condemned already. So, so everyone in their unbelieving state, before they receive the sacrifice, 
are under condemnation. So it's not like God has to decide, oh, I'm going to send someone to hell. They have, they've already sent themselves to hell. They're already in a state of condemnation already because they rejected him. They, they do not believe in him. Now God throws out the life boy. He throws out the, the lifesaver. And he says, I want to save you from this state. I want to help you to, 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 to get into the light, to get into the glory of God. And that action is the preaching of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So when people hear the message of the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, and they believe it, they grab a hold of it, they, they are being saved. So they are saved, they grabbed the sacrifice, they grabbed it, and they are no longer in go, going to, to eternal damnation. But they are being pulled in. <laughs> they are being, being, being brought to full salvation. Okay, so... In manifestation, we don't stand in full salvation yet, but we are saved because we have embraced the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And that's why it's so crucial for the church to preach the blood of Christ uh, and not to preach all kinds of self-help books, things. I mean, maybe in the business world, there's this place for that I'm, I'm not speaking about that now i'm saying what will save you what will bring you to redemption and what will bring you eternal life it's not self-help it's not you changing your own life but it is embracing the blood of jesus okay so good motivate people to perform their best whatever but i'm saying grab a hold of the blood of jesus grab a hold of the sacrifice that jesus uh paid for you grab a hold of the perfect love manifested towards you displayed on the cross as it came to you through the preaching of the blood of jesus that's what galatians 3 says um you silly galatians foolish unreflecting galatians who has bewitched you unto whom before your very eyes jesus christ was openly portrayed and uh, uh, set forth as crucified let me ask you this question so they, they saw the picture of the cross. They saw the sacrifice right in front of them. Let me ask you this question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by, hearing, uh, by, by doing the works of the law, by self-help, by changing yourself? Or was it by believing a message that you heard? What's the message? Jesus Christ crucified. Openly portrayed as crucified. Seeing the sacrifice. Embracing the sacrifice. Okay. Back to Romans 8. We're in Romans 8. I'm going to stop chasing rabbits. He says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So we spoke about being in Christ this week. So uh, we need to be in Christ and embrace his righteousness. All right. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the spirit. So the dictates of the flesh are, is the old covenant that has dictates pertaining to the flesh, rules that you need to obey. With that, I'm not saying that we abandon morality in the new. Absolutely not. 
the new has a higher standard because the new it says we walk after the dictates of the spirit now the the new law that we have in the new testament is the holy spirit indwelling us and writing the law of the holy spirit on our hearts and that's an internal guidance second corinthians 5 verse 14 the love of christ controls me urges impels me for i'm of the opinion that if one died then all die and he died for all so that all those who live like, might live no longer for themselves but for him so it's not an external thing that we need to observe and internally we want to do something else no it's now changed it's as we embrace the sacrifice of jesus the spirit himself comes and dwells inside of us writing his laws on our heart so inside your heart you know the thoughts of the spirit on this thing and you are guided by him every second every moment from within so it's a much stronger law it's a it's a law able to bring forth the fruit this first law written on letters of stone uh, we've looked at it in the last couple of weeks is is unable to save but it's only the surface thing it's outward reflection it's just the 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 surface actions of people but the law of the spirit or the spiritual ministry the new testament goes deep and it changes it touches the very core of your being and it removes the sin consciousness and it replaces it with a christ consciousness all right so uh, there's no condemnation for those who live not after the dictates after the flesh of the flesh law of moses but after the dictates of the spirit gospel of jesus christ as preached through the inspiration of the holy spirit the holy ghost coming to dwell inside you right i've chase another rabbit again verse 2 for the law of the spirit of life so there's our new law the law of our new being which is in christ jesus the law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin and death that's the law of moses engraved in letters on stone all right the law of the spirit of life in christ that's written on my heart has set me free from the law of sin and death that stirred up the forbidden desires romans chapter 7 verse 4 5 6 7 8 and 11 um, and using it as a weapon to kill me so the, it, the spirit brings life that law brings death and it uses the, the, the law becomes a weapon against me okay so spirit of law of the spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death I hope it's clear to you um, for God has done what the law could not do its power being weakened by the flesh the entire nature of man without the holy spirit so the nature of man is weakened uh, the, the law's power is weakened by the nature of man so because man does not have the power to withstand sin the law is powerless to save okay now it says listen to this listen to this sending his own son in the guise of sinful flesh so jesus had temptations like we in sinful flesh and as an offering for sin god condemned sin in the flesh subdued it overcame it deprived it of its power over all who accept that sacrifice so the sacrifice is perfection the sacrifice uh, is the means by which god has paid for the perfection of all people so in one sacrifice he perfected everyone now that perfection comes to you by receiving the sacrifice 
that perfection manifests the more you grab a hold of that sacrifice and abide in the sacrifice. Christ is the sacrifice. I need to live in Christ. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So it is about being in Christ. The perfection that we seek is only in Christ. I am not perfect outside of Christ, not believing in Christ. But knowing the sacrifice, believing the sacrifice, and, and receiving the sacrifice causes the perfection of Jesus Christ to come to my life. That perfection is His very nature. God is love. All right? God is love. Colossians chapter 3 says love is the bond of perfectness or the bond of perfection. So love is the perfection. So it's the law of the spirit of life. It's the law of love. It's the higher law. He, uh, Romans chapter 5 verse 5 says the hope does not ashamed because the love of Christ has been shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So if you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, you have the love of Christ in your heart. If you have the love of Christ in your heart, you have the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus in your heart. If you have the law in your heart, you have the love of Christ in your heart. The, the love is the law. Okay, so love one another. <laughs> Do you want to see perfection in your life? Then love one another. Do you want to see perfection in your life? Receive the love God has for you. Receive the sacrifice, the manifestation of love. Receive it. Receive that love. And then give that love. Preach of the sacrifice and tell more people about the sacrifice. Preach about what he suffered so that we can be saved and forgiven. When we preach that, we bring love to the hearts of people. And then also, demonstrate the love. Prefer others before yourself. And show His love. And let His love take control of, of us. Okay. So, um, we are by one sacrifice perfected. So, there's not more than one sacrifice needed. And that perfection comes to reality to our life as we embrace the sacrifice. All right? So 1 John chapter 4 says, He who does not love, verse 8, has not become acquainted with God and does not and never did know him for God is love. So there's no love in the legalistic thing. I mean, if you miss it, you're killed. All right? It's just a, a system of wrath and death. So, people cannot love there. People cannot know love there. So, don't be surprised if you see legalistic people not loving. And then, what's the antidote? Show the love to them. Introduce them to love so that they can know God. Verse 9. In this, the love of God was made manifest, displayed where we are concerned, in that God sent His Son the only begotten or unique Son into the world, so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins. So in this, the love of God is made manifest, is the, that He sent His Son to be the sacrifice. Beloved, if God loved us so very much, we also ought to love one another. You see, 
So um, for you to, to start walking in, in greater measure in the perfection that is given, we need to embrace the sacrifice which is love. We need to preach the sacrifice. We need to receive the love and we need to love people. All right. No man has at any time yet seen God. But if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is brought to completion to its full maturity in us. Okay, so there's action on our part. This is called faith. <laughs> the action that we have is to show love, to demonstrate it on purpose. Demonstrate love on purpose. Okay, you can choose to love, but love is not a choice. Love is the substance of God. You can't simply buy a choice produce that love you have to receive it from god but you can choose to show the love that you have received all right so he says um verse 13 says by this we come to know and understand that we abide in him and he in us because he has given to us of his holy spirit you see there the love poured out the holy spirit the holy spirit poured out you've got the love so the god is love and the holy spirit is god all right and besides, we ourselves have seen and deliberately and steadfastly contemplated and bear witness. The Father has sent the Son as the Savior to the world. Anyone who confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he abides in God. All right, so God, if God is then love um, and God, we abide in him and he in us, we will be confessing that the Son was sent for the salvation of the world. All right. Jesus is the Son of God. That's the confession. Okay, verse 16. And we know and believe the love God cherishes for us. Okay. Know and believe the love God cherishes for us. We know and believe the sacrifice that Jesus paid on that cross. We know God so loved the world that he gave his only son. We know and believe the love God cherishes for us. God is love. And he who dwells in love dwells in God and God dwells in him. So... We need to abide in the word, John 15, um, and thereby we abide in love. All right? So we abide in love by believing the word of the sacrifice that Jesus brought of himself to perfect us. <laughs> so the sacrifice, once for all, for the perfection of all people. How does that perfection play out, manifest in our lives? We believe the sacrifice. We hear the message and we believe it. So it's not like he, he perfected us on the cross and from that second everyone on earth is just perfected. No. The sacrifice represents the perfection. <laughs> One sacrifice is enough to perfect all. Now receive the sacrifice and you receive that perfection. What's the perfection? Is the perfect love that has been demonstrated on the cross paying the full price for all people for all sin okay so from god's side all sin is forgiven from god's side love is completely revealed now we have a choice to accept this love to step into this realm of love to walk into this place called in christ in the spirit you can live in a spiritual reality where you are only aware of the love of God and where that love shines from you in such a way that you become it 
that you become that very nature and that people see that love in you and through you. You don't have to take account of all the wrong things done. You don't have to, um, to make restitution for all the wrong things done. All you need to do is receive the love and let the love shine into you. And then from there, the love will shine out of you. Receive the sacrifice believe the sacrifice and believe the love God cherishes in his heart towards you and now he says here in verse 17 in this union and communion with him love is brought to completion so we are perfected in the sacrifice but as we receive the sacrifice he says we are brought to completion we are we are perfected in the sacrifice but he says as we show the sacrifice as we as we show the love of Christ to others love is brought to completion and attains perfection in us so we want the manifestation of love to be full and perfect and we we receive that by fellowship with the sacrifice communion his body broken his blood poured out the love of Jesus Christ all right this in this union and communion with him love is brought to completion and attains perfection with us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment any day of judgment if anyone comes against you with any accusation you have confidence because of the love of christ so even if satan himself accuses you before god which can't happen because he was cast out of heaven but even if that happened you have boldness before god now romans chapter 8 if you read from verse 31 to the end he says who will ever accuse you before god will god who justifies and acquits us accuse you so god will never accuse you god you never have to fear accusation from god when you accept the sacrifice okay so god justifies you and acquits you through the sacrifice if you accept the sacrifice there's no judgment there's no condemnation no accusation no judgment coming from god those who believe will never be condemned those who believe not are condemned already all right so in this union and communion with him love is brought to completion so the manifestation is progressive and attains perfection with us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him because as he is so are we in this world so we face him because he is love and we reflect that love so there's no fear it's only those who hate the light john chapter 3 again who shun away from it Lest their deeds be exposed and reproved. Those who draw away to eternal misery, Hebrews chapter 10, verse around about 39, 40. Uh, we are not of those who draw away to eternal misery, into darkness, but we are of those that come out into the light to face Him in the light and receive His love, His sacrifice for us, so that His love can come and do a thorough, perfect work in us, cleansing us. Uh, keeping us cleansed the light is the realm of the blood of jesus and when we dwell in the light hearing believing the gospel standing in the truth the blood continuously cleanses us from all unrighteousness so we are constantly cleansed every moment dwelling in the light beholding the face of jesus as we face him there's no fear of judgment as we face him we are constantly completely cleansed and perfected all the time and the manifestation grows and grows and grows an ever increasing glory never to cease okay blessedness never to cease second corinthians 4 verse 18 okay so uh, in this union communion with him love is brought to completion um 
we have boldness to face him because as he is, so are we. Yeah, man, I've spoken about this for this whole week, so I can't get this up. That as you face him, <laughs> you reflect him more and more and more. Do you see the progressive manifestation, but the finished work? All right. So now, uh, verse 18, there is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. So when you behold perfect love, which is the cross, it expels fear out of you because that sacrifice was made for your sin, for everything that you could be judged for. Now it says, for fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love. So if you fear punishment, that's, that's a manifestation of darkness. Come out into the light before Jesus and look in his face and let that love wash over you and expel the fear out of you. Okay? So you will not, when you approach him, you will not be uh, rejected. No one who ever comes to him, uh, John 6 uh, verse 37, no one who comes to him, he will reject, he will cast away. But when the Father draws, Everyone who comes to him will be accepted. You are accepted in the beloved, Ephesians 1. All right, so um, brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love. He's not yet grown into love's complete perfection. We love him because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, that's judgment. That's legalism. He is a liar. For he does not love his brother whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. So we need to manifest the love towards the people that we see in order to understand God that we don't see. So we get the picture of the cross. And because of the cross, I received, I obtained mercy. I received love. And now we have a ministry of mercy. When we see someone else not loving or acting unjustly or acting falsely, we bring love to them so that they can love. We bring mercy to them so that they can be forgiven. So we show mercy. And in showing mercy, we understand the heart of God, the heart of his love. And when we understand the heart of love, we reflect more of him. So it is, it is this wonderful progressive cycle of growth as you look to him you understand more that you can reflect and as you reflect it you understand more and you look and you and you show and you look and you show and it the whole thing keeps on growing all right so um it that's i'm speaking of the manifestation um we need to keep our eyes on what he has already accomplished on the cross and as we Behold, and as we keep on looking, we are progressively transformed into the image that we see. I hope this is clear to you, and may you experience that love in a greater measure more than ever. May all fear be removed from your heart. May God's mercy touch you, and um, may you walk free from any remembrance of sin and shame and guilt. May you walk free to look into the face of Jesus and experience his love for you. May you be constantly washed in the blood of Jesus. Receive the mercy that is being offered to you in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you got something there. Let me just greet some people. Good morning.
Hello, Janine, present. <laughs> I like that. It's not roll call in the morning, but uh, I, I, <laughs> I like the greetings because then I can have some interaction with you guys. But <laughs> uh, good morning, Ma. Uh, hello, Erika. It's nice to see all the familiar faces and, and all the others that's, that's watching. Um, yeah, thank you for watching, uh, but I really hope that you've received something in this message. So I hope you just have a wonderful Friday. I hope you have an awesome uh, weekend. And remember that Sunday morning we're going to start at 9 and not at 9.30 with John Wasserman. I think it's going to be great. All right. So and all the weekly activities, Lenae sends out all the messages. And I'm sure she has everything un under control there. <laughs> so if uh, I just want to say for people who have not new people who, who are watching the stream who have not um, engaged with the ministry, you are so welcome to, um, to get on our WhatsApp broadcast list and you receive the messages. You just contact your, your uh, just type your details and we will put you on the list. Um, if you want to join in the weekly Zoom groups, you're so welcome. We have like connect groups or cell groups, but on Zoom. So you don't even have to leave your house and you can have fellowship with people. Well, you can't really because it's lockdown, but, but anywhere in the world, you can, you can uh, connect to the Zoom groups and, and, and it's a nice place of fellowship and there's also personal ministry there. And um, we also have a WhatsApp prayer group and we publish the link for the WhatsApp prayer group on our page every Thursday. So every Thursday evening at 7.30, we have a prayer meeting on WhatsApp. And, um, and we have, I think Wednesday nights, we also have a WhatsApp connect group and Zoom connect groups. So if you can't really do the whole data thing, there is also a connect group for WhatsApp. If you want to join all those things, please just contact, comment your details and uh, we will get in touch with you. All right. So Bless you and thank you for watching and I'll see you again Sunday morning. Be blessed. Have an awesome Friday and Saturday. Amen.